Welcome to ClickFunnels Radio, the podcast that brings you the latest strategies, insights, and success stories from online marketers just like you who utilize funnels to grow their business. Our mission is simple, to help you unleash the true potential of your online business by harnessing the power of funnels. Join us every week as we bring you exclusive interviews and thought-provoking discussions that will revolutionize the way you approach online marketing. Here are your hosts, Laura Demetrius and Chris Cameron. All right. Welcome back to ClickFunnels Radio. I'm Laura Demetrius, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Chris Cameron. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm delightful now that you bring it up. How cool is that? Delightful. I like that, Laura. Let's stick with it. Now, All this right, is exciting. Exciting for, for our, to have our guest here today. I'm super stoked. Yeah. Well, I personally couldn't be more excited because I've been a fangirl for a while now, but um, I want to introduce you all to today's guest. Uh, I mentioned I've been following her. She's been a travel influencer. She's got a huge following on Instagram, um, and I'm always intrigued to see how she monetizes her social channels. She's known today as your biohacking bestie, and I cannot wait to hear all the juiciness about what she's doing with her business now. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Aggie. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. Can you just get started by giving us a little bit of a backstory on how you got started? I started on Instagram. We started with funnels. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so basically, yeah, I started on Instagram as a travel influencer and I was actually pretty successful, to be honest. And I feel like I reached everything I could have reached as a travel influencer. And the way the space has been evolving, stopped resonating with me anymore. It just became very like outwardly focused. Um, and I had a, a, I had a tough time adjusting and trying to figure out what else I can do, uh, with myself in my life. I still wanted to travel, but I just didn't want it to become my end goal. I was like, I, I love business. I love creating things I'm a generator. I love bringing ideas to life. So I just, try different things. I try a swimwear business. I tried a, a card game business because I wanted to have a card game and then transition into doing courses. It's actually quite funny because today pretty much marks the first, uh, the day I got scammed out of pretty much all of my savings what? Exactly a year ago because I had my swimwear business and they were produced in Bali and I was like, you know, I'm Polish. I'd love to get them produced in Poland. And so I invested hundred thousand dollars into fabrics, pay the company to, to, you know, to make the swimwear and they just disappeared with the money. Oh, and no. so oh, exactly at this gosh. time, a year ago, uh, I was like, yeah, I had six months of work and put into the swimmer and the years of, you know, building the brand and no money, debt, no idea what to do for the summer. And then, you know, fast forward to now, I just, a couple of weeks ago, we celebrated our seven, seven figures and courses, which I didn't even do courses back in the day. So you can really turn your life around in a yeah. year if you really want to. Let me put um, it out. Super glad to see you came out on the other end of that and it, yeah. you're doing better than ever. Uh, had no idea. That sounds absolutely painful. Um, but it's really great to see what you're doing with courses and how it seems like you've kind of ventured into every type of industry out there and you've explored. And I always love how you share your vulnerability and your honesty in all of the things that you do. I, I find that really inspiring. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, it's It might seem funny that like, you know, I'm doing all of these things but for me it really is feels aligned to basically serving my audience and just listening and, and coming up with things that really wanted like you know back in the day 
women wanted. I was like, wow, you travel so much. I lived literally on the beach, right? I was traveling and everyone was like, I love your swimmer. Like, can you recommend a good brand? I was like, honestly, they're either super expensive or really bad quality. What if I can create swimmer that's made out of plastic bottles and fishing nets that are recycled and be affordable and have a style because that just didn't exist like five or six years ago. All the recycled brands were just quite ugly, to be honest. Yeah. And all the fashionable like styles were, you know, were just uh, terrible and they were made in China and the quality wasn't there. And so I was, I was trying to do that. And now that that stopped working, I realized that a lot of us women just need a little bit of direction and, and permission give ourselves permission not that i i'm giving anyone permission to to invest in ourselves and our business and our dreams so you should you should give everybody permission yeah. <laughs> yeah. i, I kind of want to back up here a little bit like i find your story fascinating from growing up in poland to just saying okay i'm going to move to australia and then yeah. what happened you got in a, a like a car wreck because i yeah. this is this is what's funny like I hear that you're this entrepreneur and you have all these passions, you're trying, you're failing. And this kind of happens over and over. This is, um, it's a pattern with entrepreneurs. And I'll tell you, I see it over and over, but it's the ones that are resilient. Russell has the same story, right? It's the ones that are resilient that come out on top and you've had life struggles, right? But you're resilient. I don't know if you can take us back a little bit. Did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur? What was that journey like? Maybe start with that freak accident and like how you got to like last summer. Yeah. Oh my God. No, I don't think we have that in my, okay. So real short, you know, I grew up in a family where, you know, I, my parents were bringing me up as a perfect employee, right? The whole idea was that, you know, we don't run our own business. We just become these perfect student and perfect um, supporters of other people's ideas. Right. So that was the, so hence my parents were heartbroken when I said, Hey, I'm going to Australia. I'm not going to uni, at least for now. Um, so obviously they were super worried. It was like, well, you can't get a job uh, when you don't go to uni. Uh, and so I went to Australia and two weeks into the trip, I barely survived a freight car accident. My car rolled over in the middle of nowhere. Um, we're about seven hours from the nearest hospital. Like some minor Australian minor found us at the side of the road. And, oh and yeah, like barely survived. And, you know, that that was enough for my parents to say, you see, I, we told you not to travel. So it made me um, um, internalize a lot of my struggles. And I think a lot of us can relate that we just don't want to worry our parents. So we, instead of sharing, I'm really struggling in Australia, it's really hard. I could barely speak English. You know, I had some English classes back in Poland, but I arrived in Australia and they don't speak English. They speak Australian with a very thick accent. <laughs> and I was like, what are they saying? I had no idea. So it was right. really, really challenging. Um, and so, yeah, and, you know, I ended up finishing university in Australia in business, you know, cause I was like, wow, business would be cool. I'd love to run my own business. So I got my master's from the university of Sydney only to realize I've been, they were just training you how to work for somebody else again. Yeah. And yeah. The, the rebel in me is like fuck that. Like, why am I spending money to learn how to work for somebody else? Right. So I, I was torn for pretty much my entire twenties of like knowing that I do not want to, I don't, I don't belong, but also trying to be the good girl and doing the right thing. And, you know, society telling me, you know, that you want to have a master's degree just in case or whatever it might be. And I, I think it was a total waste of time and money. And 
because I identify myself as a learner, I enjoy the uni, right? It's great. You're learning new things. You don't have, you know, zero responsibilities, but for that money and that time, you can learn anything, honestly. So if you're, if you're feeling like you're, you might not be good enough for not going to college slash university, then, uh, please don't because you actually just saved yourself a debt and, uh, yeah. <laughs> is there a moment you talked about permission? Is there a moment that you gave yourself permission to go and be this entrepreneur, to travel the world and do all these amazing things that we're going to get into? Yeah. Well, so I, at 25, I basically, you know, finished uni and they're like, okay, time for a real job. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll just go uh, for the last final trip. And that was trip across the Pacific. I never sailed before and my partner never sailed before either. I've never even been on a sailboat, you know, like imagine like going on a road trip and never being in a car, but deciding to drive it. Yeah. And so South Pacific, you know, Pacific is one third of the planet. It, you know, even if you're an advanced sailor, it should take you a few months. Uh, for us, you know, I was hoping it would take us much shorter, but it uh, took us about 12 months. And so the very first time I was on the boat, we took off and, you know, I looked up on the book in a book that, oh, three weeks to the nearest island. That shouldn't be that hard. We took off and it took us eight and a half, eight and oh a half. Oh my goodness. My mom reported me dead and, you know, we had no contact with the outside world. So after three weeks and four weeks, my mom like calls the embassy. It was like, my daughter's like out in the ocean and they're like, well, there's, it's no man's land, you know, international waters. There's nothing we can do. So um it was a really traumatizing time for my parents uh you can imagine i said hey mom i'll be back october 20th and no it was december 12th that i called my mom like almost two months later oh, holy wow. moly yeah i was like mom i'm alive and she was just yeah absolutely beside herself i'm sure yeah that's crazy but i i also feel like it's the the best most impactful entrepreneurs and business owners are the ones who can share that they've overcome adversity of some sort. And obviously you've had a lot of big, really big life experiences that probably shaped who you are as an individual, as well as who you want to be as an entrepreneur. And I think a lot of people have a lot to learn from that as well. Yeah, and I think it's the sailing trip was the best thing that could ever happen to me, right? Because once you choose your hardship, when you choose hard, like your life becomes easy. This was, you know, I'm not even going to go into detail, but you imagine the massive storms we're sailing in the cyclone seasons because we didn't understand that you're not supposed to, you know, sail yeah. in the cyclone seasons and whatnot. And so doing choosing that hardship, whatever it might be, uh, it doesn't have to be sailing, it could be, you know, building something or uh, you know, like like physically, um, go spending time in nature just to prove to yourself that you're unfuckable and then that you know i i came back and i was like wow i have nothing to lose i was so close to death so many times and this was like i started living at 25 right um just after i survived the sailing trip arrived in sydney and i was like okay like i was so close to death i'm not gonna waste my life anymore and that was like yeah. a big up call you were reborn so yeah, cool. Definitely. So as Chris mentioned, I like to talk a little bit more about the tactical stuff in terms of business. And ever since I've followed you on Instagram, I've known that you've had a pretty big following. What was it for you that came first? Was it organically you grew your following or did you have a business idea first? Like how did that work and how did you choose to monetize it? Oh, great, great question. Um, so I, I just love traveling. So I, because I was a 
already a sailor and whatnot you know the moment i downloaded instagram you know i didn't know instagram existed i was like disconnected for a long time and um it happened my one of my roommates happened to date a girl who was a travel influencer and you know she went to two or three countries and she's you know she had fifty thousand followers and she was telling people how to travel and i remember thinking like oh my god like i've been to 50 countries and i lived in africa and a tribe and sail across the pacific maybe i can share that too with my audience and so it came from a not from a i don't know what it's not even like jealousy but kind of seeing wow like someone who has less experience can already become yeah an expert an authority and so at the beginning i just wanted to share um my trips and my experience and hence travel in her shoes so what is what what is it like to be in someone's shoes and then you know i was really scared to monetize i think i didn't sell or work with a brand until four hundred thousand followers i just wow. was like super careful to like just yeah like invest in my audience and i was posting two posts a day um and all of them had like really long um inspirational posts i don't know how long you've been following me for but that was like my thing with like a beautiful travel photo and always like a journal uh entry with something motivational and yeah i think a lot of people resonated with me just putting a lot of effort and a lot of love without expecting anything in return and so when my first product was um travel uh, like photo presets i don't know if you guys know what that is but i the, have like, them oh, <laughs> amazing <laughs> because i had this like all of my photos were like heavily edited into this like dreamy look that's taking me hours to figure out and at the beginning i was like oh should i sell them or should i not i was like so scared to um to do it you know i've never hired anybody in my life and yeah and they literally blew up and you know we we made seven figures in like three or four months and that was basically super rewarding but then yeah again i was like oh, it's great but i don't want to edit photos anymore but i don't want to just edit photos so i can sell the product you know like i want it to be organic i'm like well i'm i, I stopped using uh you know photo editing as much like and so yeah i just wanted to work on something that aligns with with my mission who i am and i always dreamed of becoming like a coach and and sharing that i think that's been my nature you know every time i like kind of decide to go something else it brings me back to coaching or you know teaching english to kids or adults and and uh right around this time last year i got a message from jay shetty um and he said i'm doing like a certification course for coaches and i'd like to invite you because i think you would be a great coach wow. and i was like I'm like, I'm like, is it fake? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, scam. And then they was this was this an email? Was this a message? What was this? No, it was a DM on Instagram. No kidding. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, he probably wants to like charge me for it or whatever. And so I was just like, I'm gonna <laughs> ignore it. And then they reached out again. And so he has a coaching certification program and um, after I got scammed out of my swimwear, I was like, you know what? I have entire summer and nothing else to do. It's about hundred hours to go through. And I just did it last summer. And I was like, okay, now that I have my tools as a coach, let me see if I can implement them. And that's how my courses started. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay. Now speaking of sliding into DMS, I know Chris probably has a few questions. Well, yeah, it's, it's funny. <laughs> I love, first off, I love hearing like this journey because it's evolution, right? And I think entrepreneurs go through this. And so, yeah, I obviously have a question about Russell, but what I think is really neat is 
you've gone through all these things and you said, okay, now here's what I want to do. And I'd love to hear what you're most passionate about now and what's working. And then I also want to maybe ask about slide into DMs here in a second. But <laughs> Well, the funny thing is my biggest passion for, for about four and a half years has been biohacking. It's, you know, I'm like, I read all the books. I had some health issues myself that I was able to heal myself. So, you know, I was just, I drank the Kool-Aid. I was like, this is it, this is really working. But I never thought I could potentially even share that with women, you know? Uh, and about um, a friend of mine who's who's a fitness trainer, is like, maybe we can do like a challenge for your followers. I'll like train them and, you know, we'll share the biohacking and you're just gonna be there. And I'm like, okay, cause you know, I'm not a doctor. So, you know, I don't wanna say anything, but let's do it. And so we announced it and we had 10,000 people sign up for the challenge in the first 10,000 in the first 24 hours, like just from like, social. Yes. Really? No email. No. Um, wow. 10, and so I'm working my email list. I, I'm, I know. It's and this is what I find so fascinating is Aggie's got this huge following that she can utilize for all these different businesses. And, you know, yeah. we, we talk to funnel builders all the time. And the, the number one thing that they do is create you know, landing pages for Legion. And it's like, with you, we get to talk about the other end of the spectrum on what it's yeah. like to already have a massive following of people who love and appreciate and want whatever it is that you're offering. So to hear you yeah. like launching these things with already such a large following is just so exciting for us. Yeah, turn that turn that following into, into, into monetization. Yeah. And to be honest, I think it's like, I have built such incredible trust because I, I document my journey as I go that I number one feedback I people I hear from people like I don't even know what biohacking is, but I, if you say it's, I need to try it, I trust exactly. you, which is beautiful because it's like it comes from uh, me kind of like showing up, not only when I wanted to sell, but sharing everything, like mm -hmm. the entire journey and people are like, okay, cool, she's a real deal. Like if I don't like a hotel I work with, because I used to work with hotels as a travel influencer, it was the same thing. I was like, okay, like, um, just it's not great. You know, I don't like it. Or, uh, and I think people see it, you know, people see if you're being honest or not um, to, yeah. an, to a degree. And so that challenge went great. But then I realized I was like, dang, like, I've I got to know some numbers though. Hold on. I'm so sorry. We got to <laughs> know some numbers. You had 10,000 people opt in. Tell me kind of how that offer went and played out. Yeah. So it was, um, originally it was, you know, we were like, again, I didn't know how to do it. So it was running through that friend of mine who basically was like, oh, you know, I, I def he definitely wasn't using click funnels, but he had massive issues because we originally wanted to just capture the emails and then uh, send them an offer. But after that 10,000, everything got like kind of shut down because we had way too many people like try. And think, I think he was using type form or something. And um, she, named names. she named names. Yeah, it sounds like she broke the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, it just, it was a total shit show and disaster. We ended up doing like a quick email challenge for, I believe it was $49 for 55 or whatever it might be. Um, and that went really well, but I was like, dang, people were just receiving an email from us. Like we can do so much better. I was like, I really want to do a course and explain in more detail. And, you know, who wants to read an email or another, you know, PDF, like, we don't consume content that way and yeah and he kind of was I think a little bit focused on not exactly serving people but serving you know the numbers uh yeah. so to say and I was like fuck I was like I don't want to do it with them because I know we can do it so much better and my goal was how can we actually 
get people to to really dive into biohacking. Um, but at the same time, I was like, well, I'm not ready. But I went from a place I'm like, fuck, someone has to do it. Like, yeah. I can't see a single biohacking course. I know all of these things. I can't find somebody. I was like trying to ask somebody to do it for me in a way. And I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm going to do it myself. And so we started our first biohacking course in um, uh, December. And that basically blew up. And that was pre-click funnels, I have to say, because my biggest reservation has been or was uh, that I liked all my landing pages to be super pretty. We use Webflow, we have designers. And I was like, oh, I don't want click funnels because um, it's not going to be pretty. And so after we hit about 700,000 around March, I reached out to a company that is I was like, maybe I can maybe run some ads because it's all, by the way, organic traffic. Like we haven't paid yeah. for ads. So we hired this company to, I was like, oh, maybe I can run ads for this, you know, so I don't have to talk to my followers about it. Maybe I can just, you know, reach out and help other women from the, like, because I see the fitness advice everywhere. I'm like, that's not working. So we need yes. to get the message out. And so we hired this company and they're like, oh, we only work with ClickFunnels. And so they started, um, you know, helping me. Um, they created quite like an ugly website, which was my impression of ClickFunnels. So I was like, oh, okay, we'll go and see. And that didn't work out at all. Um, like the, whether just like, you know, I was trying to outsource the one thing that is me, which is my voice and on the yeah. website basically showed. And so we fired them. And then I basically just had a new team member and he's like you know you can just make it much prettier and still use click funnels i'm like amen oh, really? amen <laughs> everybody thinks it's just clunky masculine stuff but you know what we need more people like you aggie to show that it can be feminine it can be pretty and it can be effective yeah. and so he's like i'm just gonna copy and like web flow so it's gonna look good i'm like i don't think so because click is like so ugly and then he <laughs> to me and i'm like actually it works so it's so nice yes and that's basically when we started using ClickFunnels um, slowly but surely. And yeah, I'm so glad I was proven wrong. I was overwhelmed because I didn't think I can use ClickFunnels as well. But and hence, I hired a company. And then because I knew it was like, you know, I knew I had to do it. I'm obsessed with Russell. And I'm like, I know he's right. I just like overwhelming. And it looks ugly. Yeah. And then I was like, actually, it wasn't that bad. Um, and yeah, and I'm, I have a pretty website now and I have everything I wanted to have in it. So that was just like my all, limiting. All on ClickFunnels. Now, okay, you say you're obsessed with Russell, but what I understand is not too long ago, you had kind of a notification that came up that Russell followed you on Instagram. Yeah, Tell about fans. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because I was uh, literally reading the traffic secrets, which are right there on the, you know, on your shelf behind you. And it says, you know, create a dreamless and, and interact with them. And I'm like, I'm just too shy to interact with Russell Brands. And like, he's, you know, he's the shit. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm like scared to even like respond to his stories. I was like, definitely like, I'm sure that you can relate. Like, you're like, Oh, I don't want to be like a, like a fangirl, whatever. Or a stalker. Um, yeah, like a stalker. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm like, you like overthink what to say. You overthink what to say like three times. I'm like, oh, that definitely doesn't sound organic anymore. <laughs> and, and I'm listening to Traffic Secrets. And it's like, engage with your dreamless. I'm like, okay, okay, yeah, okay. I can do it. I can do it. And literally like the next day I get like, I see, you know, sometimes when it's like a big person, you get at the top notifications. Yep. It's like, Russell Burns will follow you. And I was like, oh, you oh manifested him following you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I basically posted a story and I said, 
I don't usually get excited. I don't even, I wouldn't even care if Kardashians follow me, Russell Branson follow me guys. That's uh, so cool. If I just did a story, I was like, welcome. Um, even though I talk to women, but you're, uh, you're welcome here. And so he responded, I hope it was him, not his team. At least they did a great job. Um, He's on his own social. He, a ton. Yeah, he is always on it. <laughs> yeah. So it sounded like him. And he basically was like, oh, you should uh, come to, uh, um, to our Orlando. Well, hiking live. Yes. 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 And so he's like, love to have you. And I was like, oh my God, I would be super honored. So yes. Uh, sometimes it's really funny how like, we just get so into our heads and so shy and then realize it wasn't too bad after all. Well, I was yeah. with him. I was with him last week. We were doing uh, the groundbreaking for the museum library anyway. And uh, we were just talking and uh, and he brought you up. He was saying, yeah, she's been on Dancing with the Stars. She's done all this cool stuff. And so it was really cool that Laura then brought this up and she's like, hey, we're going to have her on the podcast. I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. And it was all yeah. just kind of serendipitous. It's yeah, all it was worlds awesome. colliding. And it just yep. felt like it was meant <clears throat> to be like we were meant to have you on this podcast because you are a true ClickFunnels person. Now you have a beautiful website and you have such a great story to tell. And now, you know, we've got you on the software side and we, we have you on the Russell side. It's just, it's, it's perfect. Yes. Yeah. I always was a fan. I just like, I it's forever listening to this. You might be feeling like, Oh, maybe like my business isn't big enough for ClickFunnels or maybe it's too overwhelming or whatnot, but it's hundred percent worth it. And uh, it's not as complicated as it seems. I, I, I love hearing that. Would you mind telling us a little bit about what you're excited about right now? What is the offer that you have? How do people go do it? And then maybe what that value ladder looks like, just so we can kind of get into tactics a little bit. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm still improving that. Uh, but um, okay, so where do I start? I basically have two courses. Uh, actually, I have three. Sorry. Let's rewind. Okay, one more time. <laughs> uh, so... I have two, two offerings. One is fit as fuck and the other one's fuck the struggle. One is about money and limiting beliefs. Uh, and the other one's fit as fuck, which is my biohacking course. Um, and when you go purchase the biohacking course, um, you know, you're, it's $3.99, but you can upsell to a lifetime access because I realized my course is worth way more than $3.99. But I realized when I posted it on my socials to people, like they couldn't, really afford it they were like well that's crazy like my audience um is women and we're working on those limiting money beliefs and for them to spend five hundred dollars on themselves is ridiculous and the number one feedback is aggie i've never spent so much money on myself you know or like i cried just be after buying the course because I have never spent so much money on myself, right? So that's like the big big thing that I'm working with. And so I realized, you know what? I'll give you access to it for 21 days because it's a 21 day challenge. It's built as a challenge. So every day you get new video and new content. And I was like, try it. But I'm like, I can give you access for 21 days. If this is all you can afford, you can finish the course and you get all the knowledge. Also, uh, you can, you know, there's less risk because you pay less, but if you believe that there is value, I'd like to keep the content uh, basically forever, um, then, you know, just it's 149. And I think we have about 85% of people that uh, upgraded to, you know, to the lifetime access. Oh, that's great. Really it's yeah, such it's a great. smart one click upsell too, to, to yeah. do a challenge like that, that isn't evergreen and everything's being delivered live 
day by day. So to do a one-click upsell of only $150 to give lifetime access, it's a no-brainer. I can imagine that the conversion rates on that are pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And it's also like you can do it right away or you can do, we send an email after 14 days. So it's like, hey, how are you doing? If you're loving the course, this is your chance to, you know, to yeah. upgrade to, to lifetime access. And it's really nice because I think people really appreciate that too, because they see the value of lifetime access that is, yeah. like, oh, wow, shit, this is actually really useful. And so that's, uh, you know, there's that. We also have a, a mini course about, uh, that's biohacking and, uh, you know, uh, and it's anti, it's called Benjamin Button. It's, uh, it's about anti-aging. Reverse aging. I got it. Yeah. 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 So Benjamin Button challenge seven days and it's, uh, half the price of a normal challenge. It's like a little seven day app. So if they choose, and I also have my community. So for 40, it used to be 111, but right now it's 40 uh, $47. Uh, and that includes a call with me a month and, and, you know, meal plan and a workout plan. So just stay the on queen your circle. Yeah. the queen circle. That's it. Love it. <laughs> so yes. cool. Those are great offerings. I love being able to hear exactly what you're doing, especially because you, you said to yourself, you feel like you're still so new to it and there's a lot to learn, but there's so much power in launching the program and, I think done is always better than perfect and to have it out there and to let people go on that journey with you and experience the course and learn. And I mean, just talking about investment, like I, I know that there's a lot of limiting beliefs, especially for women. So I think it's amazing that you cover that, but also just knowing the value of something when it comes to your own personal health, it's like, you can't put a price tag on that. And I think that there's so much that can be said about putting that investment into your own body, into your own health, into your own mind to say, you know, you're willing to pay for a college education or a new car or an upgrade or a renovation to your home. Why not invest into yourself? I mean, this is ensuring that you get to be around for a long time and you get to be happy in your body. And there's just so much involved in biohacking that I think it's really, really cool that yes. you're able to offer something like that for really next to nothing when you look at the long-term effects of the things that and you can funny, do for yourself. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I just got a house in Bali uh, it's a massive four bedroom, you know, we have a private pool, na, na, na. And it was a half a million dollars. And everyone's like, oh my God, so cheap. I'm like, yet when I tell you that, you yeah. know, how about you invest in your health for oh, that's such a great month, point. not with me, people were like, oh my God, so expensive. I'm like, was you saying that uh, a building is a better investment yeah. than your own health and your own oh. home that is your body. I'm yeah. like, that is so twisted to me. I'm like, mm. that's a mic yes. drop right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you said, if I said to, when on Instagram, I was like, I said, I just spent half a million dollars on human, on optimizing my body. People would think, oh my God, she's so gone. Like she's such a privileged white girl from LA. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. But if I get a house for half a million, wow, that's such a great investment. Oh my gosh. That's such a good point. Yeah, it's funny. But also to your point, I forgot speaking of offerings. Um, after listening to Russell, I was like, okay, I need supplements, right? And one of my close friends, John, close friends, John, he was like, he he's a part of your six uh seven uh seven figure club or yeah. the two comma club. Two comma. Yeah. And so he basically was like, Aggie, I you really need like supplements for people that do your courses. Mm-hmm. And so, and I was like, oh, it's funny that you say that because a lot of supplements that are out there 
are actually quite shit. They have a lot of fillers and, uh, and all the things that I wouldn't put in my body. I actually struggle to find something interesting. Yeah, and, and people don't also, even really know what they should be taking. It's just yeah, kind of a free for all. <laughs> yeah, and when you go on Amazon, I'm like, every single supplement has like, the dose uh, is not strong enough or high enough. You know, it's full of like silicon dioxide and other like shitty things that just make you, you know, like sugar or sucralose or whatnot. And I was like, oh, this is just annoying me so much because people ask me, what would you recommend? I'm like, it's really hard to recommend a specific brand uh, or the ones that I really like are extremely expensive. I was like, I need to serve women that price point is $30, not $120 for a supplement. And so I started like looking around. I was like, okay, cool. I definitely need supplements, at least for women that do my challenges, right? I, I listen to we, our community, the Queen Circle has like... um we have gone through 7,000 women. And so we do calls and whatnot. I know what the problems are. You know, it's the bloating, yeah. it's, uh, you know, relaxing, better sleep and whatnot. So we created those supplements for the company um, to basically serve the particular need. Mm -hmm. And with what I had in mind is just to serve the women that do my challenges. And when I post about supplements, I was like super shy. It was like a month ago. And I was like, I'm just like, you know, I'm just like for women that do my challenges, these are kind of good. And if you want to check them out, they're like right there. And again, they blew up. Um, yeah. And you know, we we had, you know, less than a month, we had six figures and women are like, oh my God, this is so good. This is works and blah, blah, blah. And it's it's kind of crazy that, you know, I owe, owe it to Russell for sure. But also realizing that it's like when you truly want to serve your customers and, you know, like I didn't want to create supplements because I was just like, I don't want to. I don't need to make more money from another product. But when my friend John was like, but can you help more women hit their goals with supplements? Yes. I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah. I would like, you know, if it was my sister, my mom or a girlfriend and she said, what do I need to do? I would be like, you probably, it's nice to have a little sup support of supplements. It's not yeah. a, a replacement of a healthy diet, but yes, they do help, right? Because we're constantly attacked by all these endocrine disruptors and whatnot and it's good yeah. to detox your body and whatnot and so well, and it speaks volumes like you answered your own question by saying am i able to help more women and by caring first and foremost about your customer it's like the profit that's just like a byproduct of you actually caring about people taking care of themselves which i think just yeah. speaks volumes it's it's so cool it's so powerful it's funny because it's like the struggle is yeah, i see that something has to be done and i kind of wait for somebody else to do it yeah and then i'm like ah, damn it i'll just do it myself you know what i think yes. is fun is is i think this this podcast has come full circle i remember you at the very beginning of this you said um early on one of your partnerships that person just wanted to serve the numbers Mm -hmm. And what you and Laura were just talking about is the most successful entrepreneurs are those who are passionate about what they're doing and they become more passionate about the income. I'm sorry, reverse that, right? They become more passionate about the impact and then yeah. the income always follows. Yeah. And so I, I love that about what you're doing is like, man, from travel to, you know, a bunch of other different things that you've done to come to, hey, I can make a difference in these women's lives and help them live longer and healthier. I just, I, I think that's really, really cool. And we find and that to be a pattern. And it's wild to me, that, like knowing that you had this self-doubt or you were not super confident in launching a new product because with everything that I've seen you put out there, you would never guess that. And not only that, like people can tell, like you have always, I think, been very genuine. You're honest, you're truthful with the things that you share. And it's so easy to buy from somebody who is willing to be vulnerable about all the things that they're doing. So to know that 
you know, you had a little bit of doubt of, you know, is this going to work? Should I be running ads? Should I be promoting to the list that I've had for so long? I don't want to keep hitting them up. Like people are, we're like chomping at the bit. Like what else is Aggie going to show us? (laughs) And the funny thing is, it's like, it really all comes from like, it sounds super cliche and really like fancy, but it's like a calling that you just feel like someone has to do it. There's a job to be done. And I am looking around and I'm like, I can't even send you or my followers to like, what do you go to? And I'm like, well, there are so many amazing people on the biohacking space, but they don't really combine everything that yeah. I come right? Because it's just like, it has been like, yes, um, glucose is important and, you know, fasting is important and what Dave Asprey says is important, but it's also like, how do you live to your, according to your cycle and combining yeah. all of it together? It's just like, I haven't been able to find one person, you know? And so, um, yes, yeah, sometimes That's- you just... Yeah, yes. and the- thank you for doing this for women because there's so much to learn from it. And it's so great to have all of this information in one place that is specifically designed for women. I think there's just so much to learn from it. And I'm already excited about all the content that I went, went through oh. yesterday. I'm like, I can't wait to talk to you about these things. And I know that there's so much more we could be talking about. So we'll probably have to have you on a podcast again very soon. But thank you for sharing that. And thank you for creating something so amazing for women. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because it's, like I said, it's like once you realize what, what the gap is in the industry and kind of just focus, like, can I create a product for myself from four years ago? Like would it be absolutely worth, you know, $10,000 and save me years. And that's basically what I created. And that's why I think it had, we had such incredible reviews, you know, women yeah. saying they learn more from my course than in 20, 30 years of, of their lives. Right. Which is crazy to think because we, I see the gap. Like we, I see that we're not being taught about our bodies enough, right? So this was, yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that you're the reluctant hero. Like if nobody else is going to do it, you're going to do it. Well, as we wrap this up, um, where should people go to find out more about you? Where can they follow you? Any call to actions that you have? Yeah, uh, would love to come and hang out with you. Come hang out with me at Aggie. <laughs> that's my handle, A-G-G-I-E. Uh, Biohacking Bestie is, are my supplements. And my website's uh, higherselfacademy.co. That's where you can see all of my offerings, all of my courses and my podcast. And I need to bring Russell on my podcast as well. And I really enjoy being a guest here on ClickFunnels. This was great. Thanks so much for joining us, Aggie. And we hope to see you at Funnel Hacking Live. It'd be awesome to have you. Yes, I'm coming. It's going to be a few days after my birthday. So I'm definitely coming. Perfect. Well, thank you again. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Have a beautiful evening. I'm sorry, day. It's evening here for me in Europe. And yeah, I'll see you in September in Orlando. Great. Thanks, Aggie. Bye.